0: What makes a woman truly iconic? Breaking barriers and shattering glass ceilings? Overcoming incredible obstacles? Defying standards and expectations? Some women are dangerous and even downright deadly. This is the Iconic Women Podcast, and I'm your host, Sarah. Each episode, I'm here to share another woman's incredible story. Let's dive in. Today we are talking about Zarifa Ghaffari, an Afghan advocate, activist, politician, and entrepreneur. She's currently the mayor of the capital city of the Wardak province in Afghanistan, one of few Afghan female mayors, and she's also the youngest to be appointed when she was just 26. She's known for her efforts to empower women in Afghanistan this year, Zarifa was chosen as an International Woman of Courage by the U.S. Secretary of State. This is an American award presented annually to women around the world who have shown leadership, courage, resourcefulness, and a willingness to sacrifice for others, especially when promoting women's rights. Zarifa was appointed as mayor in July 2018 but her term had to be delayed due to intervention of other powerful politicians. Then, on her very first day as mayor, she faced serious harassment from a group of men who mobbed her office and warned her and threatened her to resign from her position. She's also faced death threats from Taliban and ISIL. Growing up, Zarifa, the oldest of eight siblings, took responsibility early, fetching water, doing the shopping, and caring for her siblings. The Taliban came to power when she was four years old, but that didn't stop her from wearing her hair short and dressing in jeans and a t-shirt, covering herself when the Taliban was nearby. She later went on to earn both a BA and an MA in economics. Before she became mayor, Zarifa launched and operated a women-focused radio station. The main priority was to spread education and awareness about women's rights and equality, both locally in her province, Wardak, as well as through other parts of the country. Zarifa was not elected to office. As is typical in Afghanistan, she applied, the only woman applicant among over 130 hopefuls and she was selected by the president at the time. Appointing women to positions of power is on the rise in Afghanistan in the past few years. In fact, the percentage of women lawmakers in Afghanistan is higher than it is in the United States. However, Afghan women face significant challenges compared to their counterparts in other parts of the world. Zarifa is from a particularly conservative and remote province. Support for the Taliban in her province is so widespread that many major highways are not even safe for civilians. The only high school for girls in her city had only 13 graduates in 2018. The men who attacked her on her first day in office, not the Taliban. Local men who were angry about her appointment, throwing sticks and rocks at her office. Though Zarifa was forced to flee that day, it didn't stop her from coming back. She left screaming so much that she lost her voice, and then she went straight to the presidential palace and told the officials there that she would not give up easily. She said she was so determined to claim her right to office that she would set herself on fire in front of the palace if that's what it took. And it didn't stop there. Soon after, all the men in the office performed a walkout in protest of her leadership. Men across Afghanistan have resisted these kinds of changes to socio-cultural norms and traditional gender roles. Leaders like Zarifa and many other women throughout Afghanistan are working to empower women through educational campaigns, promoting equality and women's rights. As mayor, Zarifa has also been able to work on community resilience and infrastructure, pushing through anti-litter environmental programming, and managing to reinstate a road project that was stalled for 12 years. She has inspired girls and women in her local community, the wider province, and across the country as a whole. Zarifa's colleagues continue not to take her seriously, mocking, dismissing, and ignoring her. And she has no bodyguards to protect her. In an interview with the New York Times, she's quoted as saying she knows she will be assassinated. She's received threats from the Taliban and the Islamic State. She says it's not them that she's afraid of. It's the land mafia, criminal syndicates on the government side of the war, involved in the highly corrupt and lucrative trade of land. She's not even 30 years old. What makes Zarifa iconic? In her capacity as a trailblazer and door-opener for a new generation of young women, she's helped to empower the women of Afghanistan. Zarifa may not be able to change the culture of toxic masculinity in her region overnight, but she continues to make a difference. She pushes through every obstacle in front of her, facing discrimination, bias, and threats to her life. She's willing to be the one to break barriers and glass ceilings in order to pave the way for girls and women in Afghanistan, and she's willing to give her life for it, to be expendable, to make an example, though she will not go down without a fight. But in the meantime, she'll do everything she can to make a difference for the betterment of her community and her country. What can we learn from her example? Zarifa has experienced more threats, violence, and hate than most of us can even imagine. But no matter who we are or what our life experience is, bullies and haters will often try to stand in our way. We should all look to Zarifa as a role model in standing strong and never giving up. Who we are and what we do matters, and we might just be able to inspire others along the way. Now she's iconic. Can't get enough? Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash iconicwomenpodcast. If you love this podcast, make sure you subscribe and don't forget to leave a review. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time.